See, if everyone is on the same path, the view never changes. You want to always be the most authentic version of yourself. I don't knock anybody that's working a nine to five job, but it's that employee mindset that I got a problem with. It's that mindset that makes you bury your gift, that makes you bury your call. Because I took your words, I took your energy, and I use it as protein. The very thing that you thought would tear me down or break me, it couldn't. If your why is greater than your naysayers, then you're going to persevere, you're going to push through, you're going to win. Your winning is the only response people need to hear. All you got to do is just win. I know some of y'all in relationships right now with your significant other and with your wife and you feel like something's missing. You got 24 hours to go to your significant other. I need you to say, how can I be a better provider? It's the male's perspective. Live. Love. Legacy. Let's get this work. Yo, what's going on? It's your man, Warriors Taylor, back for another week with the male's perspective. Where we're teaching married men how to build an intentional legacy. And as always, I got the squad with me. All right. And we, you know, we rolling out here. We got the pretty boy of the group with the waves going. All right. Give it up for Brother Rashard dunking in the building. We in here. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. And we got sexual chocolate in the building. All right. With the ball. <laughs> Give it up for Sean Hart. <laughs> Yo, we got our policies and procedures. All right, Moran Hazel in the building. Hey, I, I think Shar going against all policies and procedures, bro. Because I'm trying to figure out at his age, how's he getting waves and no gray hairs, bro? Bro, how like, you? Like, I don't get that, bro. Shar uh, dies this stuff, bro. I'm telling you right oh, now. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say dark and lovely. I was gonna say maybe that's a little dark and lovely. I'm a, I'm a, real, I'm a real man. I ain't no Beijing man. <laughs> you got that? Uh, what? What is um? What's my man name? Um, that does the beats. That did. Uh, what's his name? That everybody keeps talking about. He doesn't age. Um, dang, I can't remember. Rhymes? Oh, Pharrell. Pharrell. Oh. He's got that, you know, he's got that uh for real going. No, Buster Rhymes look old. That's that that's that nutrition in that gym right there. That's all that that's the secret oh sauce. That, this is that yo, uh shout out to our guy Beecham as well. I see you with the old and washed up uh sweatshirt on. Just give, give a little quick salute to uh Derek Beecham out here. Yeah, let's go. Salute to him. I got mine on too, bro. We oh, you got your okay, okay. I see it out here. Yo, shout out to Derek Beecham. So listen, um, we want you all to definitely share out um today's topic. Uh, as we talk about, you know, this is something that is killing uh that could be killing your marriage just slowly, right? And we want we're gonna really dig into resentment today. Like, this is something that's really maybe killing your marriage. And we want to, we want to dig in. We want to identify. So make sure you share it with another married couple, um, tag them to this. All right, let's get this work y'all. So we're excited. Uh, I hope it's pronounced tone, um, toe in or tone. I'm going to go with tone. I'm going to, I'm going to rock with that right now, but, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but salute to you. For, okay. I know who that is. Twan. What up? Twan? Let's get Twan. It. That was going to be my next guest. Okay. See, that's, see what I'm saying? <laughs> Why y'all always pick on my brother? <laughs> so look, check this out. Um, man, first of all, I am excited about um, you know, Thanksgiving. I'm finally getting some of the pound, pounds off that I had gained because I was on a good regimen here. All right, and then something happened, it shifted. All right. But 
um, just going into the holidays, my wife and I. I did, your, I did see your sugar cookies, bro, on your last, on your last post. Just so you know, I didn't Are you peeped that? Did, yeah. I didn't think I posted them. No, you posted the sugar cookies, bro. I seen it, and I, that's what let me know. Okay, I got to check in with him because you ain't had no sugar cookies for a while. Bro, listen here, listen here. My wife is doing this twenty-five days of Christmas thing. And one of the things was cooking cookies with the with the family, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like, like, I, gotta, I gotta enjoy. It. It's all about family, so this is. I gotta be with the family. I don't want them to think I'm separate. I don't want them to think I'm rejecting them. Oh, really? <laughs> well, my, my, my wife doing this twenty something day to Christmas thing that you talking about, but it's sure not that she talking about something we doing keto. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, that's yeah. That's how I've been getting my weight loss is, is through the keto. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so I so I do have to say you brought up Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. uh, so I have to admit that uh -oh. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. that I have for years stayed uh -oh. away from and didn't understand about the cranberry sauce. Come on, with the mixed joint in the dressing. <laughs> I have to admit. It was amazing. It was amazing. I have to admit, it was amazing. See, I was doing it wrong. I was eating a cranberry by itself and, and that, and it was disgusting. No. So no. I did mix it. I didn't have one. Yeah. You, I didn't you, have two. Yeah, multiple servings. I had three servings. Oh, wow. See, see what I'm saying? But let me tell you, Sean, which cranberry... Which See, cranberry sauce did you have? Which I don't one? know. I don't know. Did you have the one that was all put together, like out of the can that you? Could oh, just it was, this one was sliced. This one was okay. sliced. All right. So listen, let me tell you. I went to Shark Crib uh, during Thanksgiving time. All right, and my man, yo, sis asked him to get cranberry sauce. He came back with the wrong cranberry sauce. Okay. <laughs> Because he doesn't eat cranberry sauce, so he's like, "It's cranberry sauce." It's like, no, it has to be the right type of cranberry sauce. And it was real cranberries, bro. It's supposed to be the gelled, the jelly version. It was real cranberry, and it was like this was the most disgusting thing ever. So it it did kind of <laughs> right. We almost had to cancel Thanksgiving because of this dude. I, I leftovers. I went back to the store. I sent my wife a picture. I said, is this the one that you want right here? She said, yeah. So she was able to get the full wow. I went back. I did. Oh, go. I love it, bro. Yeah, you got five on it, bro. Yeah, I got five on it, bro. And yeah. I, never, I ain't never really, I haven't did that combination yet, so I have to try maybe another time. Did, yeah, did yeah, yeah, yeah. So, did you see Sammy? Sammy said he tried sweet potatoes for the first time. Okay. Hey, Sammy, I see you, bro. You got to, you know, you, the right, it, see, you tried sugar with with the sweet potatoes in there. That's that's how you know if you had the right type of sweet potatoes. Like so, it can't you can't like I had some brown sugar uh, and white sugar, and oh, there was also sweet potatoes involved as well. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I made sweet potato pie for the first time, and I'm gonna tell you guys, man, that I was the saddest moment. Was when we finished that thing off, bro. Oh, yeah, it was that good. Uh, I've been all week. I've been crying that I want another slice. <laughs> oh, yeah. we might check. We might. Hey, we need to get Rand's weight because he he might be sneaking us right now, right? I checked in with him. Yeah, he 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 he. he you know what I'm saying? We'll just let him live a little bit. I mean, okay. I'm in holiday mode, bro. Y'all see my carbs? 
<laughs> I'm, I'm about negative 36, negative 70 every day on the carbs. Bro. Oh, my goodness, bro. Let's go. So, look, um, so just digging into our, our topic for today, um, one of the greatest things is, like, my wife and I, we were talking, we actually sitting down talking about two days ago, and she said, man, babe, did you see us here? Mm-hmm. And I said, I saw some of it, but just we were watching a movie, three kids, and we looked over our life and we were like, man, there was so much um, in the beginning. There was so much anger. There was so much like um, distrust and all of that. And we're like, yo, where did that even come from? And what we found is that literally we had anger issues with other people and hurt and we were bringing all that in. And. Honestly, that was bringing some resentment in our marriage. But then not only that, when we didn't handle that resentment on the outside of our marriage, we didn't know how to handle certain situations in our marriage. So then that also created more resentment. So we have like I'm bringing. So when we talk about bringing baggage and luggage. Yeah, like, I'm talking about I'm bringing like, you don't know, I got mother hurt that I'm bringing in here and some resentment. And then it's like, hold on, you got some behaviors that are reminding me of that. Now I got some resentment for you. And I'm just not even understanding how to, to navigate that. There, no, I'm not addressing it. And and I think partial, partially we don't address it because we don't fully know what's happening. Right. But then other reason is, is because like, I don't want to open that bag up and, Right. I just want you to admit it. I want you to see it on your own and then you to admit it and then come back to me. So I really want to dig into like, how do we navigate this? Like who's struggling? Are you struggling personally in your marriage with resentment? And then let's even dig into to how do we come out of that? You know what I'm saying? Yo, let me say this real quick, man. I think this is, this is going to be a good topic. It's going to be a fun topic. In fact, I remember um, my wife and I got involved in premarital counseling before we got married. We had the big workbooks. It was a group of like, like it was eight other couples. And one of the things that they said was, listen, we do this like uh, several times throughout the year. They always have eight to 12 couples, like only three out of the couples make it through this class and actually get married. Right. And mm-hmm. they said, because why, what is this, what is this class designed for? Because typically when people think of counseling or they think of therapy, you know, we use it as an opportunity to, to point the finger at the other person, right? To show, you know, where they're going wrong, et cetera. But really it was designed for us to identify what we need to change in ourselves in order for the marriage to be fruitful, right? So going off of what you were saying, where you was bringing, you had all of this hurt from the past with your moms and all this stuff. And so you're looking at your wife more like a trick, like there's things that she's doing that's triggering you. Yes. So like, yo, it's you. Yes. You doing yes. And we were yes. and we didn't have sometimes we don't have the right mindset that okay, I gotta figure out what I need to change. Like what I need to change is not point the finger at her, right? And so I went through some of that stuff as well. And resentment is something where I do agree, fellas, it is a silent killer because it's one of those things that compounds and sometimes you don't even realize it's compounding because resentment ultimately it comes from consistently taking advantage of someone or them feeling unrecognized, right? So when you're looking at your marriage, Come on. right? Like think of how many times we take advantage of our significant other, or think of how many times they feel unrecognized. You feel me? And yep. that's, when that, that's when that resentment begins to build up. But I'm gonna I'm pause it right there and let y'all jump yeah. on. I, this is like a very, 
yeah. I love this topic right here because I almost fell victim to this, but I'm going to just go ahead and throw that out there and let y'all grab some of this. Yeah. Yeah, man. Go, um, go ahead. I don't know if Sean, I'll catch it real quick, man, because, uh, you know, I, I think this is an interesting topic as well. Um, you know, the thing about, you know, my wife and our marriage is, you know, my wife had been disappointed by so many people in her life um, that, you know, said that they would be there and do something. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, they didn't show up that anytime I did it, like it, it further, you know, it built a stronger, thicker wall between, Ooh. you know, so when we talk about, you know, that outside baggage, you guys got to understand that. I mean, we, we all probably have it. And the fact that, you know, she 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 looked at me as her husband, somebody that was you know never going to disappoint her because she had, you know, she had hoped that wouldn't disappoint her because her whole life, you know, you know, it could have been, you know, a parent, a friend, uh, you know, a cousin, whatever, said that they were going to do something. And when they didn't show up, you know, it, it left her in a state of disappointment. And so there was times where, you know, I didn't understand that. And she would get frustrated with me because she would say, you know, you said you were going to do this and you didn't. And yeah. I'm like, well, you know, I got all of this on my plate. I couldn't get to it, but I'll get to it as soon as I can. Yeah. You know, she it, it left her in a state of of of, you know, disappointment. She it further broke our trust. Like she even told me the other day we were talking about, um, you know, submitting. And she was just talking about, well, if you want somebody to submit, then I, then that person has to fully trust you. And we've talked about that, That's you know, good. many times. But, you know, be, because of the things that she had experienced over the course of her life, right? That trust becomes, became, you know, it was harder for me to gain, especially if I was doing the same thing that other people did, you know, the same thing that people did, uh, did to her in the past. Yeah. 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 No, I get you. Um, let me know, Sean, if you're trying to dig in there, I got it. No, no, you good, man. You good, bro. Okay. All right. I know you are. Right. I know you're doing your, um, um, Professor uh, X thing <laughs> right now. <laughs> no, <laughs> so what I was gonna say is, um, I remember. Do you remember, Shar? We was watching um, Red Table and Red Table Talk, and then uh, Will Smith. I think I brought this example up before, but Will Smith and he was talking to his wife, and he was like, "Man, you cried for like forty days," and she was like, "Well, you missed some days." But she literally cried for 40 days straight. And he, here he is. He's thinking, I'm doing everything that you want that I think will make you happy. And then he planned his whole big birthday party for her and all of these things. And, you know, he had this whole hurrah. And she was just like, you are so selfish and all of those things. And what was happening was there was so much resentment built up because she was constantly compromising. Yep her stuff and wasn't and you know not feeling like being heard or anything like it's always about you it's always about what you want to do for me instead of like you hearing me and and me and you actually hearing what i'm telling you i need right and so when that builds up you can see you see in a relationship in a completely different way he's thinking like yo i'm i'm superman husband I'm, yeah, like, I'm super duper husband and she's like this negro don't even know i'm i'm ready for a divorce today yo. Yo. You know? and so that builds up in a whole nother way and uh, again i think a good word that we use is triggers like not no like knowing we should know what triggers certain things right where does that that thing come from but go ahead Shari, get it get in something no i was gonna say like you know because 
we often talk about how consistency compounds. And if we're talking about what causes resentment is consistency is consistency compounding with you taking advantage of your significant other and it compounding with you not recognizing them, right? Yeah, yeah. And here's an indicator. I remember I was talking to a to a guy and he hit me up and he was just like he was he didn't know what to do. He's like, bro, she's just she's just snapping. I ain't even really doing it. All I told her was, you know, I didn't do something at the time when she wanted me to do it. And she just popped off and she's tripping. And yeah. I, said, I said, your wife has, I said, he, I started asking him more. He, I said, is she really edgy? Like she's soft to touch, just like snapping over everything. He's like, yeah, bro. And she's tripping. I said, remember, remember that word? Like he ain't looking at, he's not look. he's pointing the finger at her. Right. right, right. Yep. Like, this sounds like resentment. I said, let me ask you a question. I said, I said, out of the last 10 times, She's asked you to do something. How many of those times did you actually deliver it when you said you were? Mm-hmm. Man, you know what, man? I, man? I get real busy, bro, and so things. I said, just answer that question. How many times do you deliver it on time? Very rarely do I. I said, bro, you have consistency compounding in the fact that your wife does not trust your word. She's yeah, going you, bro. Yeah. This blow up ain't just because... You didn't come through today at three o'clock. This is the other twenty times. Come on, come that on. You said to her you was gonna do something. Come and on, you didn't do it. So now she has resentment, which means she don't trust you no more. And it hurts her that she don't trust you. So she got conflict with herself now. And you put her in that situation. And as long as you thinking that she's tripping, you missing the mark. And you're not gonna fix this situation. You won't remedy the situation. So I need you to know this. And I need you to take ownership. And I'm sharing this because collectively, fellas, we got to think about this. Like, what am I doing? Am I consistently, consistency compounding in the fact that am I taking advantage of my wife? Am I taking advantage of the fact that when she asked me to do something, I know I don't plan on doing it when she say, I just say what I need to tell her just to get her to relax. And I'll do it really when I feel like doing it. You keep doing those type of things over time or you, or you keep putting work in front of her keep putting things in front of the things that she's asking, that's when that resentment will build up and it's like a super dynamite. That's good, that bro. Smaller and smaller. My man seen was that thing blowing up and that's resentment. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know the, the, uh, for, for me, man, is that, you know, the Bible talks about hope deferred, make the heart sick. And, and a lot of times, man, in the relationship, man, we promise, you know, our wives that we're going to do something like even think about like you chasing after your dream, bro. And how many times you didn't follow through, like she stopped what she was doing. She stopped chasing whatever she wanted to to chase to help you. And a lot of times, man, I speak to cats, man, who, you know, their marriages are, you know, extremely challenged because they are still chasing these dreams from when they were kids or younger. It just did not execute, bro. Yeah. yeah. Things, man, about executing is about following through, right? It's about taking responsibility. And when people don't have a problem, you know, that you fail or you make a mistake, is you not taking responsibility. That's one of the biggest things that I have a challenge with my with, with my daughter. It's like, bro, it's not that you you know, messed up or whatever. I have a problem with you don't take responsibility. 
And yeah. that's what allows resentment. And is when yeah. you, as as the one that that did something wrong, when you don't take responsibility. So yeah. my thing is, is that if you want to restore, if you want to heal that marriage, that relationship, that's that pattern, like you need to take responsibility. Yeah. Right. Like you need to look at the man or the woman in the mirror and say, you know what? I'm talking to you and mm -hmm. meeting yourself like yo, and deal with you and take yeah. responsibility for what you didn't follow through with. Yeah. Right. And yeah. don't justify. Yeah. You know what? Um, Sean, that's a good word, bro. One of the things that um, my wife even compliments me on is my desire for reconciliation. Yeah. I, 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 it's a part of my spirit. And one of the things that she said that her family did not do when they were younger, it's like, if you got into it, then everybody else would just move on. Like nothing happened. Yep. And then those things build up. What I have learned is I, I will not move forward. And I, even, I can bring my daughter right now. She'll tell you that I do the same thing with her. Anytime we have an intense fellowship, there's going to be a reconciliation conversation. Conversation. Let's go. There's going to be a reconciliation, whether it's me explaining to baby girl why she got in trouble or me telling my baby girl, like, I'm sorry that this is what I did. I've apologized to my eight year old daughter. I've apologized to my four year old son. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've apologized and I've submitted myself to them. All right. I've apologized to my to my wife. I'm willing to reconcile because what I do know is part of my resentment comes from when when I feel like there were people that wronged me or my mother wronged me and I didn't hear you say, I'm sorry that I did this thing. I'm sorry that I didn't choose you. So now I'm literally out here. Anytime I'm triggered in that way and I feel like somebody treat me the same way, oh, they're getting this work now. Yep. And I'm not able to build relationships with, with women or anybody else at that time. But it was crazy that as soon as I, I had the courage to tell her how I felt, and she hit me with the, no, I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry I wasn't there. Oh, bro. Like, I was on some, like, Come on, man. That's, that's what I need. You just unlocked me. Come on, man. For my kids, you just unlocked me. So now I can build with my daughter. Yeah. Now I can build with my son because I was able to hear the words, I'm sorry. Like, I know I did you wrong. And, and forgive me for it. And now I can forgive. And then I even understand that forgiveness is not just saying it. It is a constant thing. Like, for, for instance, like she was in a in a hospital. I promise you this was a battle. And I know with some people's mothers, like I know how Rashard's mother, like his mother in the hospital, immediately Shar like COVID, not whatever. I'm going. My mother's in the hospital and I'm struggling to hit her up. Come on, man. Talk, I struggle to hit her up, and I'm like, ah, I gotta, Talk, mm, bro. I gotta show you sympathy. I gotta give you empathy when I know that there was years that I sat in in wherever I was sitting. I I sat in rooms, baseball games, waiting for you to show up, and you ain't show up for me. And now uh, you're in the hospital. I gotta show up for you, and it's like, oh man, that resentment will kill parts of you that you ain't even know are killing you. Come on, bro. I, I couldn't do the call, but I text. I text and I was like, I heard you in the hospital. How are you? And she immediately is like, look, uh, oh my God, you do love me. That was her response. Oh my God, you do love me. I thought you didn't love me. I said, yes, love you. She's like, can I call you? She called me and she immediately was like, thank you so much for calling and checking on me and all of those things and just showing up. 
And now I get a chance to like show her that I'm forgiving. Like this is me like actively forgiving. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is me actually actively saying like, I'm not going to be angry. I'm not because you've taken responsibility. What happens is you want people to take responsibilities and you want to be able to also constantly put coal on their head. Yep. You're like, no, I want you to. I want you to say you're sorry and I want you to suffer. Yep. And right. that's what I was feeling. And I'm like, OK, no, she took ownership. Now, let me do what I said I was going to do. You know what I'm saying? Yo, 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 words. You you need to put your cash app in the text strand right there. <laughs> yo, you, you just preach, bro. You need an offering for that. That was fire, bro. Amen. Amen. Amen, bro. Like I'm about to get emotional, everything, bro. That's no, this is, I mean, this is this is a this is a real topic. And it's something that we need to we need to talk about it, man, and we need to be able to address it. And I think the most important thing is, you know, we have to sit down and talk to our significant other. Like, we got to recognize what those triggers are. We got to ask the question because I remember you talking about that situation with Will Smith. I remember once, like, we had some of the best, prior to this moment, we had, like, some of the best months, um, almost year we ever had financially one year. And I'm like, why is my wife not happy? Like, what's going on with her? And the reality was, she, remember, she was feeling unrecognized because I put the grind above her. So she's like, as much as I want to be happy, so, so 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 for some of you men out there, that's like, yo, I be trying to do stuff. I'm like, my wife is supporting me. Let's let's right. really think about, okay, why is she not supporting you? I didn't make her part of the process. Bro, I, you said you said the thing you said to me last week was was dope. You said, bro, my wife is the bag. That's that that's yep. what I did. That's what's different now. Before, bro, the bag was not my wife. The bag was literally tangible dollar bills. If it had dollar bills, I was I would literally put everybody else to the side, my wife, my kids, everybody, to get the dollar bills. At the beginning of the marriage, it was cool because I guess we were trying to figure stuff out. But after you have you put the kids on top of that, and then you stop really communicating, you just start making deals to get the money. And then you stop and then you start stop recognizing your wife and not including her in the decisions. That's when that resentment will build up. So now in 2020, 16 years later, I have the I have the perspective now that my wife is the bag. Right. Yeah. So now that my wife is the bag, I have new coordinates, a new destination on the grind. Yeah. It's to make her happy. It's to yeah. make sure he's good. So now I can actually make the money, but I can also make my wife happy in the process because i know what it takes now to make sure that she's included when i'm on this journey in fact right. it's all about making sure she's good so my wife is the bag and ever since i had that perspective my wife and i's marriage just went to a whole nother level now and that right. reason is not there because she is the priority yeah right. yeah that's good that's good yeah that's a good word bro um you know in, in life fellas man there, there's a there's a lot of distractions you know, and we can easily get distracted, you know, grinding. We can easily get distracted, um, you know, working, talking to our friends, you know, taking care of the kids, doing yard work, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It could, it could, it, 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 there's a distraction that could, um, you know, come in and, and sever the relationship with, you know, whoever, whether it be your wife, your kids, or, you know, your family members. You know, the thing that we got to understand, man, those are, you know, we, we get so caught up on, 
hey, listen, let's let me accomplish this goal and then I'll get back to that. Yeah. Right? Focusing on these, you know, these closed ended goals, man. I, you know, I like to look at my relationship as an as an open ended relationship. Right. So you want to look at your relationship, like what's your relationship goal or relationship flow? We got an open ended flow for your wife. That means that you constantly have to make sure that you're pouring into that person. Yeah. We got to constantly give her, you know, um, you know, the, the, the attention that they need. Otherwise, you know, we, that, you know, that, that resentment does build up and that resentment, man, don't, that, you know, resentment is a heavy bag. You talking about your wife is the bag. That resentment is a heavy bag. If, if you're a person on your, if you're a person on your grind right now and you like, yo, listen, I haven't reached my goals yet because, you know, I feel like my wife is pulling me back. Why do you think she's pulling you back? Because yeah. she has a lot of resentment, which which means that's a heavy bag that she's carrying. And of course, <laughs> that bag is on your ankle. You're going you're gonna to constantly get pulled back. So what you're so, saying, Rand, is, is, is the bag that you kind of feel is already full of stuff. Exactly, bro. Exactly. That's that's exactly. So so why not? Why not help? Ease that tension, release that weight out that bag. So that way, that way now your relationship, your your goals, your your grind actually can go another level. Yo, word. Yeah. But wait, that bag that you're saying is heavy that your wife is supposed to get, that bag is already full of the quality time that she wants. Mm. That bag is already full of of just, you know, the the conversations, the touch. That bag is already full of all that. That's why yeah. she's presenting that bag. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. In the, and you know the, the thing about it, man, is that so many people, right? When when we talking about that resentment, you pursuing, right? Just say pursuing a natural bag of like your business, right? But what happens, like you can build this whole empire, but what happened is that your spouse or your significant other, they will despise yeah. that very thing. Like, they, they, like, they, they, like how we talked about before, man, is how it's like you cheating. Right. Like, no, you didn't go out and have sex with another woman or whatever. But like, yo, you have a relationship with this business or this pursuit and it's destroying your marriage. And, and you know, words, man, I love how you was talking about your mom, bro. Like, yeah. yo, you setting people free with that because yeah, you yeah. can't love your spouse or your children the way that they need to be loved yeah. when you still have that all and that stuff. Yeah. Still on you. You have to find a way to yeah. let it go. And you may say, well, my mom, my dad, whomever, they're no longer here. I, I get it. They may not be here on earth, but I need you to do the necessary work, right? Go sit on somebody's couch. Go go get with somebody to that you you just need to get that stuff off to yeah. free yourself, man, of taking responsibility. Yeah. Like when yeah. you're talking about your mom, bro, I was just with my dad a few months ago, bro. Yeah. You mean I told you. You, you guys, like I'm walking, watching him, you know, and I ain't talking about 20 years ago. I'm, I'm talking about a few months ago when I'm watching my dad who's in these early stages of Alzheimer's and I'm struggling. Yeah. Because I'm like, a, a part of me is like, yo, that's what you hit. Yeah. You mean, but yeah. I know that's not the, the spirit I'm supposed to yeah. walk in that I had to really address it. Like I came, yeah. I had to talk to my sisters and I'm like, yeah. yo, I don't want to carry this. Mm. Right. My children don't deserve this. Come on. Right. Like, I don't deserve this. So I have to free myself. So I had to have that conversation. Man, I came home talking to wifey like, yo, I didn't know I still had these things on the inside of me, man. And I'm traveling, helping people. And I'm yeah. like, man, Sean, you still need to fix this area, bro. So yeah. I'm being transparent, man. No, that's Sean. Listen, I just had a moment 
And this is like, I can tell you how buried this is in me, how it's still there. My wife, she has a thing where she wants to go walking about 1030 AM. If you're not ready, you're going to get left. So my son wasn't fully ready yet. And he was at the door like, mommy left me. Like, why did she leave? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, well, baby, she had told you, you got to, you know, you got to get ready and all of that stuff. And literally when my wife got back, I was like, yo, why'd you leave him? And she like, I'm, I'm intense with it. And she's like, babe, it's okay. Cause you know, she later came back. She was like, did that bring up some feelings? And I was like, yes. <clears throat> like, I don't want my son to feel like his mother left him. I don't want that feeling on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how much that feeling is is on there. That, you know, that resentment. And, you know, like the bag is not as full, but there's still some things. And it, it's triggered when I see my son, like, yo, he's like, I got my shoes on, though. He's at the door. And I'm like, I'm looking at those days for me. I'm like, you know, I I know that it's not going to happen, but there's points where I looked in I looked in the, uh, um, the 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 stands, just like oh, well, just sneak up on me or something. And then it, you know, it actually happened one day in my graduation, eighth grade graduation. I'm telling you, like standing right in front of me, I'm talking. Then I look over, and I'm like, oh shoot, this is this is my mother. You know what I'm saying? And and these things just you know kind of happen, and you can feel all of that. There was some joy in that, but there's still some like, yo, why you ain't why you ain't come for me? why you why you ain't never do you know do you know in high school like how much i got talked about and you know how 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 many how how many times i had to fend for myself you know and i couldn't call you or tell you that you know like i need your help like i need you to come for me i need you to protect me i say because you are y'all already know like pop is going to be like bro you just Yo, son, you just gotta you gotta take it and you gotta start hitting back. Right. But mama is gonna be like, no, nah, ain't nobody messing with my cub. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm at the school. Who who is it, baby? You know what I'm saying? I'm at the school. And I'm like, yo, why you ain't come? And so when I see those things now, then that immediately makes me go back there. And and then I have to guard those things. I have to Amen. guard that and I have to. I have to express this because if I don't express it to you, then it's going to ruin the relationship that you can potentially have with my daughter and my kids. Right. I'm going to create a cycle that doesn't need to be created. I'm going to continue a cycle that hurt me. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And so now, now what I'm, what I, what I will be potentially doing is I'm going to reverse it though. Um, you're not going to see your grandkids. You're going to feel all of this hurt and all that. Now nah, I don't need you to feel none of that. Right. You, you come, like, not doing COVID, but you come. Like, there was a point, like, the last four or five years, my mother was taking two trips to Iowa a year. Like, yo, keep, grab your grandkids. You got them, you watch them, and then we out. Like, that's the way the, the relationship had grown to. Like, wow. even, you know, being able to call, me being able to. There was a, you know, even Shard. Oh, my God. Shard, he hit me because I was struggling to even call her mom. Like yep. I'm telling you, I was yep. on some yep. some no, you're gonna feel every bit of it. Every yep. bit of this hurt, you're gonna feel it. Yep. This is resentment. This is what resentment does. Every bit of this hurt you will feel. You will be your name is Camille. You know what I'm saying? 
Yo, you that's so saying? dope, man. And I'll call my grandmother mom. You know what I'm saying? And so so then Shard hits me and he's like, Hey, let me ask you a quick question. You know, he's on <laughs> let me ask you a quick question. My guards lowered. He's like, Yo, um, what is what does God call you? I'm like, son, friend, you know, uh family, whatever, you know, whatever. You know, and he's like, Okay, so when you, when God is mad at you or when you wrong him, what does he call you then? What did I do after that, Shar? What did I do? I remember that moment. <laughs> I remember that moment because words, you know, he was he was built up and he was angry. And our feelings were validated sometimes. We can feel that anger. And I like words if if even when you upset God and you don't you don't do what he asked you to do, what does he still call you? He still calls me son. I said, bruh. Exactly. I said, you still need to call her mom. And from that moment on, he accepted it. And he's been calling her mom ever since then. I have not heard him call her by the first name ever since. So I definitely salute the homie with that. You know, and yeah. what I'm taking from this what we have to actually factor in. Y'all like when this resentment comes, like, why do you think the Bible talks so much about forgiving? Yeah. And like, you got to forgive to free yourself of the bitterness. Like, you got to forgive that other person, you know, just so that you can have a quality of life. And that's why, and even when you look at the old Chinese proverb, it says, seek to understand before seeking to be understood. Yeah. So, I know my mom did this. I don't understand it, but let me use some wisdom and try to see, why did you actually leave me? Yeah. Yeah. Why, what was it? Seek to understand first. Before yeah. you can be understood, because then you might also learn, like, you know what? If I wouldn't have left you, we would have both been, you would have been dead. Yeah. I had drug addiction. I had this issue. I had to do this in order for you to live. So now that you understand that, now you'll be able to come to a different conclusion. And then oh, it, help, right, it helps me on a whole nother level. Exactly. Like, you know what? If you wouldn't have made the decision to, to have me just go with my pops. Man, like yeah. look at where you at right now in life. Look at all, yep. we, all we can determine is where we're at right now. Yep. If you yep. look at where you're at right now, that was actually the biggest blessing that she could have done to drop, to drop you off. Thank God that Pops had a had a sound mind, right? Thank God yeah. whoever that person is, it could have been a yeah. grandma for some people, it could have been an aunt, it could have been you feel me, but thank God that that person did do that because they know if I would have kept you. In my care with people after me, me with this drug addiction, we would have both been dead. Yeah. Yo, you know, and this is the thing, man. Words, what struck me is when you said, why didn't you come for me? Yeah. And bro, when I went through some of my darkest times in my marriage, those are the words that I can hear my wife say, why haven't you come for me? Mm. Mm. And in mm. so many relationships, man, the other spouse is like, yo, why didn't you come for me? Like, yo, you 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 tended to all of your stuff, but you're not even hearing me cry silently. Come on, you ain't oh, fighting for me. Breaking, you, you, you didn't hear me breaking silently. Like, why didn't you why didn't you come for me? Why why are you not praying? Why are you not standing in the gap? Why are you not just really asking me? Come like, on. why didn't you come for me? And so many of your spouses or some of your spouses out there is asking you, like, yo, are you gonna ever come for me? Come on. Mm. Am I ever gonna be a priority and not an option? That's that's, like, am I ever gonna be enough? Right. Come on, man. 
I'm not like, yeah, I'm not. That's what we have to be. That's what we have to be. We, we need to passionately pursue our spouses and our significant others. We need to passionately pursue them. Bro, that's all we have in this life. You know, at the end of the day, you know, if you I mean you take away the accolades, you take away, you know, the, the money, the house, who's going to be right there standing with you in the trenches? It's going to be God and your wife, right? Your significant other. So why not treat them with that utmost respect and 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 give them, you know, all of you, especially while you got the opportunity to do so? Because what that does, it, do, it also shows it shows your kids right how to love. It teaches them lessons. You know, it teaches them that they can be, um, you know, pursued and their ideas and their the way their feelings are validated. Right. Because it starts with it starts with us. And I, and I like how, you know, you guys are talking about, um, you know, like looking in the mirror. Bro, yeah. it's not about the wife. It's not about anybody else. It's about like, listen, what can I do? to actually change this circumstance and, and words. I, you know, I absolutely love your transparency, bro, because, um, you know, in that moment, man, you're, what you're, what you were, what, what you're able to do and what you just showed us is that you were able to take, you know, hurt and transform that constructively right now. You can take that hurt and you can teach your wife how to better, how to be a better parent to her kids, right. And form better relationships. So that way they don't have to go through the same thing that you went through because, you know, what you could have done is taken that resentment and passed it on, which now becomes a generational curse. Come on, man. Yeah. And it's similar to you. You know, I, I had a situation like Shard helped free me. You know what I'm saying? And because he, he literally told me we you you have to learn to apologize and accept what you can control. Mm -hmm. I, I had a situation where I was, you know, I didn't talk to my dad for about what four or five months. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And it was because, you know, I kept resenting the fact that you know this is the fact that you know you're you not showing me the love or 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 the um the attention that i feel like i deserve mm. you know what i'm saying but when shard i remember man i went we it was prior to COVID, right before COVID. I um i went and grabbed breakfast for him and a day's day we were supposed to do some work right we we, we were scheduled to grind right and instead of grinding, they took two hours and poured into me and basically told me listen man it's not about you need to call your dad right now and you need to apologize, mm. right? Apologize to him. Mm. Not because not be, because what you're doing is you're carrying this stuff over. You need to apologize and tell him that you forgive him and apologize for not forgiving him prior because mm. you could really be the because you are you're, you you've never told him how you felt and because you never told him how you felt, he has he doesn't have the opportunity to grow. So now you've stunted his growth. Yo, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Let and me, I, you know, I remember that conversation. And, and what did I do? I called my pops called and he him. literally told me, he said, you know, it was hard to connect with me because he understands that he had, you know, that me and him live, you know, we kind of, we enjoy two different things. And I had to literally tell him, man, listen, I don't care what it is. You're my dad. Right. Hmm. So whether we look at things differently, you still my pops, we, we're going to find a way to communicate and bond. If I would have never done that and forgive, given him in that moment, our relationship would have continued to sever. And guess what? Then my relationship with my kids could actually sever his relationship. We, I got other brothers and they could have seen it. They could have said, well, you know what? Dad don't talk to his kids. I have another brother who end up, you know, at one point was like, you know, I'm not calling my daughter. And I literally called him. Don't do that. You're going to create a generational curse, bro. That can never be, never be 
Let's uh, go. Reverse. Let's, let's take go. care of it in the Yo, moment. Let me, let's go. Let me, let me say this real quick. Because the reason how we get here on a Friday before you? Yeah. Get here, <laughs> like, I'm I'm crying. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm like shoot. Yo, let me tell y'all why. So, let me tell y'all why God is so good. This 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 call. This is a praise report call. Like that's what this thing is because we're no longer held bondage to those. We're not. We're not being held in captivity to those moments or those events no more like when you think about it like the reason why when it says seek to understand the reason why we have such a relationship a great relationship with god is because god understands us and even before we were born the word was written and what does god give us every single day what does he say is renewed to us every single day what's that one thing pray grace he says, grace is renewed to you every morning. What he is saying is, I, I already understand whatever it is that you're going through that's going to cause you to turn your back on me. Whatever it is that you're going through that's going to cause idolatry, even though I created you, it's going to cause you to do things and put other gods before me. I'm going to already write this word already in advance to let you know that I still love you. I still call you son. I still call you daughter. And I'm going to have grace on you every single morning that you get to partake in. And because of that grace, that keeps access. We now have that connection because I'm giving you that grace. Mm -hmm. so what yeah. that means is we have to demonstrate that same thing in our hurt. We got to demonstrate, we got to give that same grace out to that father that abandoned us, that same grace out to that mother that abandoned us, that same grace out to whoever that person is that you love hurt you. We got to still demonstrate and give that grace why? Because it was given to us. Ultimately, that comes from love, which conquered the grave. Yeah, that's that's good, man. You, you know, th 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 this is, man, one of the things Oliver said on here, he said he had a conversation with his dad. And he said his dad told him um, what set him free. He said um, he didn't know how to. And that's the same thing that my father told me, that he didn't know how to. Oh, that's good. And what I want to say to the people that's on here tonight is that I need you to start the process of forgiving. Mm. Just think about it. How many people that were in your life or is in your life that hurt you, especially from a parent? Mm. They didn't just wake up and say, I want to hurt you. <laughs> they, 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 they didn't just come up with that. Life happened and they did the best that they knew how to do what they had with that information. You are just in a better position because you have access to more information and you have submitted yourself and committed yourself to healing. They didn't know how to do that. That wasn't that wasn't cool to go to a therapist, especially if you grew up in a Christian home. You didn't do that. So my thing to you is I want to challenge you to start the journey of just understanding, like giving them giving yourself permission to forgive them. Because they, Jesus said, he said, man, forgive them. They know not what they do. Come on, come on, bro. Come on. So my thing, man, forgive them. Start the process of forgiving them because they didn't do that on purpose. Yeah. Like for real, they ain't do it on purpose. You owe it to you. You yeah. owe it to your children. You owe it to, what? you owe it to your community. You owe it to the world. I need your gift. I need your gift. You stunting my growth because you being selfish with your your gift because you don't want to grow. 
You just want to stay. You want to stay stuck where you are. I need you to release that boy so me and my children can grow from your gift. Mm. Hey, they getting that work on this Friday. Man. Yeah, they are, bro. This, this, this is like this is uh this is a moment. Y'all are experiencing a moment. There's there's some breakthroughs. I encourage everybody to hear this one out. Like, I'm gonna yeah. go back and listen to this one. I always um I always say like. If you all hear what was just said throughout this whole conversation, we were able to say, hey, I called you, Sean, or I called you, Shard or Rand. I'm letting you all know these are real conversations that we have with each other. Yep. These are real <laughs> conversations, real accountability. You know what I'm saying? Real, real accountability that is happening. And we have code like sean hit up the group yesterday for whatever yep. and immediately the brothers was like oh shoot he used the code word boom let me hit him if one can't get it like yo rashad was busy ran was busy i wasn't wow yo sean was good i got you bro this is how we talk to one another and you know what's great about this this moment right here and what's great about this group is that we are men um that don't make each other feel less than men when we're vulnerable because of our issues. Yep. We don't, we, because of the resentment, because of hurt, we're not all on like hyper masculine men that, Oh, I got to do all of this. I'm the, I'm the man. I don't cry. Is none of that. None of that. And that's the dopest part about being around other men that can pour into you and validate you and all of those things. I think about how much more healing will happen in your life when you put yourself in a circle of people that you can be vulnerable with mm. and they never take from that vulnerability. They don't take from you in that moment or they don't use those secrets against you. Yes. Never, I've, I've never heard back from from Shard or, or any of these like, well, that's why you struggle with me. I've never nah. heard any of those things back. Nah. That's because that's because we, we that's because we're equally yoked too. Yeah. That's another thing. So if you are going to get that accountability group, make sure that they that, that you're equally yoked with those band of brothers or sisters, right? Yeah. No, hey, and, and don't get it twisted, bro. They hey, we clown in the group. If you if you put a picture of your toe in there, you might get you <laughs> might get hit up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but 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 when it comes to these real conversations, like you said, man, we take them all to heart and they serious and we never. And, and, you know, like you said, you never use it as ammo at any point in time. We know that this is a safe zone. Yeah. So you got to establish those safe zones within your relationships. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even with your wives and your kids, you got to have safe zones, right, that you establish prior to even engaging. So that way, you know, boom, you know, the, this is always this is off limits. And so you know we, we, we understand it. You know the crazy thing about that, Ferran, making me think, bro, how we started the uh, the thing with the score, keeping score at the end of the week. Something that started out as just like, hey, let's get these scores. Now it's becoming effortless, like where's a part of your way of life. It's like, oh, let me get this score. But you know that you've done all the work up to to, to earn something, right? I mean, but now it's becoming second nature, man. So that's what comes from what you're talking about, Ferran. Yo, and let me let me throw this out there real quick as we're wrapping things up because I felt I felt led to say this earlier because we've been on this resentment and a lot of these issues that we're talking about, you need to identify 
you know, the areas where you are responsible for the resentment being caused. And you also have to identify the areas that was already there prior to like the, like the upbringing issue, because my wife has resentment with a, with a family member. And I didn't understand it at first. I was just kind of just brushing it off. I was actually being more a part of the problem because of that. But then I had to really understand what she was going through and it really helped to break through things. But I still have to say this. I wanted to say this specifically to somebody that's a brother that's watching this. I just want you to know that your wife is not your enemy. I just felt led to say that to somebody specifically because when this resentment stuff gets built up, and this, all that tension, you're now starting to look at your wife like she is the enemy. And I want you to literally tell or, yourself- Or you can look at her like she's a liability. Right, she's an enemy, she's a liability. And what that is doing is it's causing you not to take ownership in what you're responsible for. You're hiding behind that, right? And so I want you to stop, I want you to start saying, my wife is not my enemy, my wife is not a liability. And then I want you to ask God specifically to show you, like, show me, God, like, where where are my shortcomings? And the moment he shows you that, you need to move with some urgency on that. Be transparent and have those and have those conversations with your wife. That's a great I don't um, I don't even want to build on to this uh, anymore. I think I think what we've given is is enough. Yeah, we might have to do a part two, but um, I think uh, just uh, the last few words that were given are, are, are something to chew on. And, you know, sometimes it's, it's best to just kind of leave it at that. So I, w- I would challenge you all to maybe re-listen to this um, and share this with somebody. Like, do me a favor as, as you all are listening. Tag Tag someone to this. This is not even just about marriage this is about freeing yourself as a human as a person um i I believe that this conversation will free some people and it'll uh get them to a point where they can release and start that process of forgiving all right so um let's get this work yo follow us we'll see y'all every friday we're on here 12 45 p.m central the podcast actually releases on all audio platforms every Tuesday morning so you can hear it again on um, Tuesday morning uh, on Spotify and iTunes and all of that other good stuff and we appreciate you all this is another episode of Mel's Perspective we'll see you all next week